Hello and welcome to the PhD Life Raft podcast. I'm Emma Brzezinski and today I am talking to the wonderful Victoria Wright from The Living Herb. Today is our festive edition. It is a solstice edition and Victoria and I are talking about seasonal practices that you can explore. So I do hope you enjoy this episode and I wish you a very happy festive season and a joyful and healthy new year. Hello, Victoria. Hi, Emma. How are you? I am very well and I am really, really looking forward to this discussion. Um, and I was just saying, I'm, I'm so grateful that you said yes um, to this wo- woman who was stalking you online. Um, uh, so we are going to be talking about the solstice. This is our kind of seasonal episode. And I am really excited to dive into that, to think about the solstice, to think about attending to the seasons think about self-care around that. Um, But before we get to that, I'm going to ask the question that I asked everybody in terms of, tell us a little bit about your PhD journey, which I'm sure it seems a long time. It's another lifetime for you, I know. I will get to that in a minute. (laughs) But can you tell us about your PhD um, journey into and out the other side, please? Right. Well, so I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do with my life. I knew that I was good at physics. I went to the physics degree and it was actually, I was in the pub after doing my, getting my results and a couple of lecturers came and sat down either side of me and said, can we buy you a pint? And of course, being a student, I said, yes, please. Um, Little did I know that actually they were sidling up to me because they had a PhD place that they wanted to fill and they wanted me to fill it. Um, So, I, like I said, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, so I, I wanted to do something practical with my hands. I like playing with things. Um, so my PhD was actually building part of the LHC, um, which was very exciting at the time. Um, and, you know, it was interesting. It was fun. And, you know, that started an acad- academic career, really. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. So, so it was fun. And yep. something that you kind of got into, um, I'm sure there'll be some people listening who was like, yeah, I just kind of got ambushed and now I'm on this PhD program. <laughs> um, and then you went into an academic career. Yeah. Um, how was how was that? Um, so I really, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the research. Um, but I found after my PhD that I, I really wanted to help people. Mm. So it was it was quite a journey going from you know, not really having a clue what I wanted to do, but well, I'll do the PhD because I didn't have a job. I didn't know what I wanted to do um, through to going, well, by the end of it, I want to help people. And then trying to do that through the research that I was doing. So I moved from particle physics into making imaging detectors for mammography and for protein crystallography. Wow. But it wow. never really felt immediate enough. Um, so it always felt like I was a bit one step removed from doing actual actual help, if that makes sense. Makes absolute sense. Makes absolute sense. Um, because your heart had shifted 
Um, and and where had it shifted to? She said, "I know the answer to this, but um, tell us where. Tell us where it shifted to. Tell <laughs> well, us where you were going." It actually, it didn't shift immediately. So I went, moved into um, academic administration. So right. working for the research councils um, and looking after strategy and policy for um, for essentially the same area of science that I was working in as a researcher. But um, I happened to be on a retreat. Everything seems to happen in my life, just like, you know, coincidence, really. No, I love it. I love um, it. I went on a retreat, a meditation retreat, and I had a chance conversation with a doctor and I said, you know, I enjoy my job, but, you know, I want to help people. And he said to me, you'll find your what it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And by the time I'd got the tr- off the train coming home from the retreat, I had signed up to do a herbal medicine degree, um, which I don't advise. To wow, that's quick working. Way. That's quick working. <laughs> yep. Um, and so that's been that's been quite a journey. So from doing the herbal medicine degree, started practicing as a herbalist and then realizing that actually in order to look after our physical health, we really need to support our mental and emotional well-being as well. So studying coaching and contemplative psychology and a whole bunch of other things to try and bring a mix of like how I can really support people. Mm. How gorgeous is that? How gorgeous is that? Um, and so now that that is that's the work that you do. It is. Yeah. And we'll have we'll have all the links to your to your work in the in the show notes because I am sure what people are going to want to find out more about this. Um, so I ambushed you just like you were ambushed in the pub. I ambushed you in terms of talking about um, talking about the solstice and seasonal practices. Mm-hmm. Um, because I knew that you had an understanding of that academic life, mm-hmm. but you also now have a quite a different perspective on um, on life, I guess, generally. Um, yeah. So tell us, a little, and also you'd written something really beautiful. So tell us a little bit about um, the solstice and seasonal practices and, and how how that is for you. So so for me, like I said, that there's this, this whole journey for me. So from being like a really hardcore physicist, sciencey head, and actually learning a bit more about myself as a as a person. So mm. whilst I was doing my PhD and my degree, but in in the final year of my degree, um, my my physics degree, I was diagnosed with a chronic health condition, mm. and that was after you know seven years of being in pain, and you know I. I went through all the standard medical treatment and what have you. And and actually, it was really when I started to listen to my body very, very deeply. Only then did I start to recover. Um, That with herbal medicine, um, you know, I went from being in pain every single day to being completely pain free. And it wasn't, you know, just the herbal medicine. I mean, the herbal medicine has been amazing. But the if you like the longevity of of being pain-free has actually been about really listening deeply to my own body Mm -hmm. and you can only do that if you feel connected and you're quiet and bringing that back to the solstice you know we kind of we've lost our connection a little bit with the seasons Mm -hmm. Um, you know we're used to these days artificial lights staying warm indoors and so that natural period of rest that happens 
when the nights get shorter, it gets darker. Um, we just don't seem to have, have, we continue to just go, 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 because that's where we can do, you know, we, we have the facilities to be able to do that. Yes. And actually, you know, th- there is a real opportunity to slow down just a touch. Doesn't have to be massive. I get, you know, we have to write our, our theses. Um, but to slow down and allow a bit more space and a little, little bit more opportunity for rest and, and to go in and find that introspective place. Oh, that is golden. That is golden. And I think it's something we talk about a lot on the podcast, this sense of being so much in your head mm-hmm. as a researcher yeah. and not being in your body mm-hmm. and not listening to the rhythms of the season. But the thing is, your body is still listening to the rhythm of the season, even if your head isn't. Exactly, exactly. Um, um, well, I was just going to ask, what sort of practices, how how can we come into that place of connection? If, if people are aware that that's what's going on and they want to do something about it, um so i mean there are a number of different ways i mean the first is to actually spend time outdoors um now i'm not just talking about like going for a brisk walk and to get your exercise in but actually there's a really nice practice called a sit spot um which i'd highly recommend and that's finding a nice spot somewhere in nature it could just be in a garden if you have access to a garden could be in a local park um, if you're lucky enough to live near some countryside, it could be, you know, on a hill, um, or in a wood or something. Just a nice spot where you feel safe and comfortable to just sit and to just sit there, you know, as frequently as you can, um, for, for as long as you can, but 10 minutes is enough. Not having your phones with you. I mean, put, put the phone in pocket, stick it on silent, but just really just sit and be present. And just watch what's going on around us and noticing the change of the seasons and then listening to what your body is saying. So, you know, rather than going in your head and saying, Oh, what is my body thinking? Actually trying to feel, well, what's my feeling, body feeling like in this moment? It may be freezing cold. Um, if it's in the depths of winter. But it may not be, actually. You may find that if you relax into feeling your body, that the cold is there, but it's not so intense and it's not so present as if it would be if we were in our heads. Oh, I love it. I can already feel my breathing slowing down, even as you say that. <laughs> just, just being in the moment with nothing else to do. I think that sense of just and just being with nature. Mm. Oh, amazing. That connection allows us to, you know, find that rest part of ourselves. Mm, mm. And, you know, it gives our heads a little bit of a break. And, yes. you know, I don't know about you, but I certainly find if, if I'm struggling with a problem or, you know, if there's something going on, actually taking myself away from it um, and allowing my brain to rest, it actually will solve the problem for me in a way that thinking about it never could. Yes, and there's so much research on this in terms of just allowing that subconscious mind to do its work. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, you just taking time to, as you say, to rest. Oh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Um, anything, have you got, have you got any, because you, you said there are a few things. Is there anything else you would offer? There's, there's loads of stuff. I mean, 
the winter's a great time to really like you know go deeply into ourselves and you know I talked about my journey about you know not really knowing what I wanted to do with my life and actually the winter you know offers up that opportunity it's kind of like a a sense of hope and renewal you know we if you look at the trees that you know they're all going into themselves you know the leaves Mm. have gone you know the the sap's going down into the roots there's a real sense of you know going deep into ourselves um and to understand what it is we want from our lives and to have that sense of you know renewal for the next year um so so from that point of view from a if you like a maybe a bit more of a spiritual point of view there are things we can do but then also there's practical things that we can do as well to connect with that energy of renewal as well. Mm. Mm. So, for example, um, you know, cleaning up. I know it sounds really boring, but I don't know about you. When I'm busy focused on something else, you know, the last thing I feel like doing is housework. Um, <laughs> but actually, it's a real time to tidy up our space. And t- that process of tidying up our space gives us confidence and it gives our head space as well in order, again, to be able to cope with the next part of what's coming up. Mm. Oh, yes. No, I, the, I, um, I've been doing a, a book called Year to Clear. And in terms of that sense of absolutely clearing energy um, as a way of, of, like you say, of clearing your mind and being able to to um, just be focused. It's just it's brilliant really brilliant um oh such good stuff this is such good stuff and I think that that sense of um actually taking a pause and acknowledging this time um that's what I'm really taking away from this too that it's that sense of um allowing yourself because hopefully people will have a will be having some kind of break at this moment and then be able to do that and then return to return to um their work with that kind of renewed energy would be amazing wouldn't it yeah yeah. um and so I think that those I'm I'm also aware because I want to just tap you for all your wisdom that you've got (laughs) get 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 our money's worth out of it um this this sense of because I'm aware that with your your kind of your um your practice thinks about the 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 body too in terms of health and I wonder whether there's anything particular seasonal practices for um looking after the body at this moment yeah so so I think making sure our body gets enough nourishment is really important um we you know I mean this we've talked about rest in terms of sleep and that's that's a form of nourishment for the body but then also thinking about the types of foods that we eat as well so, you know, if you think of winter, we want that really lovely, warm, comforting food. Now that can be soups and stews, but thinking about the types of spices that we're eating as well. So cinema and ginger, really warming herbs and they're used medicinally as well, but they have that warming feeling um, that can help, you know, nourish the body at this time. But then also, you know, things such as walnuts, for example. Again, it has that like warming winter. They're very seasonal foods, but they're also filled with omega-3, which is really great brain food. So it's a really good opportunity to bring in that, you know, the things that are nourishing for the body, but will also help with our brain function as well. And again, if, if you're a meat eater, you know, again, in, 
getting a slow cooker, um, which I'm sure will be available in January sales. It's <laughs> a really easy way to, you know, fill it with lovely, warm, rich stews um, and having, you know, that the sense of like lots of B12, the methylation, which really helps with um, the production of neurotransmitters. So there's like really practical things that we can do as well. It's not just about, you know, resting and feeling that sense of emotional nourishment but actually we can nourish our bodies very physically too oh i love that so much i love that so much um walnuts superfoods um oh amazing amazing um okay so there there was it's so often so i'm aware of time and there's so often there's so many more questions i i would like to ask but i am gonna I, i'm going to um just leave it with this come to a top tip in a minute um i'm i'm aware and as i say I, we will have all your information in the, in the show notes because i i know that then people might um have more questions to ask or want to f- follow up a bit more in terms yeah. of attending more carefully to yeah. um to what they're eating or how they how they are um you know in terms of um them meditation practice and things like that um so, I mean, if anybody does want to get in touch then please please do i love to hear from people so i'm always happy to have a conversation with people um, if they want to amazing um, and i'm also aware that we do have quite a lot of you know this we do have a very international audience and there may be people who are going but it's not winter we're having <laughs> the summer solstice well, first of all, you could just play this at another time of the year. Um, and also there's 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 a lot of information um that will be um useful for you for you as as we come to, as you come to the summer solstice, absolutely. Um and we wanna we'll um send us some sunshine um as as you're thinking of that. Yeah. Um so then we're just gonna come now. You've given us so much useful information already, but I just wonder if there there's a top tip that you could uh leave us to take away for around the solstice time i think i've kind of covered it a little bit but my top tip is listen to your bodies mm-hmm. take time to just really get to know what your body is telling you because actually if you can listen it will give you the most immense wisdom about how you are about what you need and about what's important <sighs> so gorgeous um victoria thank you so much for your time um thank you so much for signing up for that course on the train (laughs) Um, and all that you're now bringing to the world um thank you very much my pleasure thank you for inviting me and thank you all for listening 